Welcome to another episode of Dead Air, a horror podcast. Before we move on with the episode, I'd like to remind everyone to please check out the description of this episode in whatever podcast platform you are listening on. And please join our Facebook group. So we actually have a Facebook group called Dead Air, a horror fan page where you can discuss your favorite horror shows or books or movies with other like-minded people. And we also have a page for this podcast. So that's Dead Air, a horror podcast. Please follow that on Facebook as well. And then the Instagram is at Dead Air Pod. Message that account as much as you want because I'm not the one handling it. Ask as many questions as you want. It's fine. It's fine. Someone is in charge of that account who does not mind. So please give us your suggestions because we love feedback and we'd love to hear who you want on the show and what movies you want us to review. So for today, I'd like to uh, introduce first the hosts of this podcast, starting with myself because I'm talking already. So my name is Aaron and I'm one of the hosts of Dead Era Horror Podcast and I am a fan of horror movies in the sense that I like the way it makes me feel. I like the thrill of it. Kind of like when you write a roller coaster, you like that build up and then that big drop. That's the equivalent of a scare for me. Um, I watch movies for that. So I don't like to nitpick and discuss which director, oh, this director did this again. I see. It's such, it's such a style of this guy. That's, that's my co-host. So I'd like to introduce my co-host, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I love how every time you introduce me, it sounds like I'm the biggest snob ever. Yes. Which, uh, which, uh, which is partly which true. Is partly. Slightly true. Slightly yes. true. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, I, I I like to say that I'm a horror obsessive. I uh, I, I really love everything about the genre, um, all the different subgenres of horror. And uh, to be honest, my my love for horror has only increased since the pandemic started. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's uh, my my brain has been wired that I I, I can't take anything um, uh, other than just like simple fun anymore. <laughs> it has to be <laughs> kind of dark. It has to be pretty dark. Yeah, <laughs> it reflects the world today. Oh no! But uh, yeah, so so that's me. Um, unfortunately, our third host, Miguel. Our resident scaredy cat is yeah. not here. Um, he would have loved to, yeah, to, be to, to be on this episode, but unfortunately, he's not available. Yeah. So we have a guest here who is actually somebody that's been in the limelight for a very, very long time. To list where he has appeared and what he has done is just going to take maybe two pages. So I just, I won't do that. I'm sure you know who he is. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Atom Araulio. Hello, Atom. Hello, hello. How are you guys? Uh, I'll be uh, taking over the the role of Scaredy Cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, thank you so much. Uh, first yeah. of all, I, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. Um, these guys don't know, but we've been in contact for about, I don't know, like a, a month, a month and a half. I didn't want to to tell them, you know, to preempt anything that, that you were coming on because it's happened before where we've gotten like promises from people and we're like, oh, and then I've, I've, I've jumped the gun and be like, you know, <laughs> and then we get let down. So now it's like, oh, I'm not going to tell them I'm actually in contact with them until the very last minute. <laughs> so they actually found out literally yesterday. <laughs> I was yeah, like, guys, yeah. guys, guys, guys. 
yeah. clear your schedules. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the short notice, but oh my I, gosh, no, not at all, not at all. Uh, it's really my my pleasure. I mean, um, I usually get invited to talk about stuff other than horror movies, so this is something new for me, and I'm also very excited to you know to to discuss something that's kind of kind of a something that's in, interesting to me, but also something that I like to learn more about. Okay, so actually, you you mentioned just like you want to learn more about it. As of now, what is your description of horror? Is it ghosts? Is it ah? Ghosts? You know, I was going I was going to ask you guys that question. Ooh, we got a very specific <laughs> answer for you. Ah, really? A second before you give your specific answer. Um, I had to, I have to say maybe I'm uh, you know um, like the everyman here where I struggle to to define the genre like. I know that several films affect me in a visceral way, uh, and it's usually a mix of of uh, being scared, uh, being unsettled, um, being shocked, and so on. But I know that there are a lot of subgenres. So for me, my definition of horror is just um, if the movie makes me scared and uh, it, it touches on on themes that are either supernatural or psychological. So that is my rough definition of what a horror movie is. <laughs> Very nice. I'm sure we that have different things. Uh, yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. I, I think I think we're kind of aligned naman Aaron, no? but maybe you, Aaron, have a, a, a your own answer. Oh, we discussed this before. It's just yeah. anything that is horrifying. Yes, that, that's our answer. Yeah. Any image, anything any that thought, horrifies any plot. you. Yeah, yeah, that's horrifying. So we, we have such a broad description of horror that we take in uh, a bunch of movies that might n- other people might not consider horror. Mm-hmm. Um, we have discussed on the show very friendly <laughs> enough. Uh, we have gone all the way from young Sherlock Holmes. Someone came on to discuss that because they saw that when they were young and it kind of traumatized them and therefore they classified mm-hmm. it as horror. All the way to something like very, very emotional and uh, dramatic as uh, Irreversible. I- I'm not starring uh, Monica Bellucci. Which is not technically a horror film, but it was horrifying for the person who recommended really it. Right. So, so that's our I definition. That definition, pwede din ng never-ending story. Oh yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's so painful and horrifying. That horrifying scene. <laughs> the horse. Yeah, the horse. The horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to explain, Atom. We had a friend who said, "Okay." Uh, I don't like horror movies at all, at all. I don't like them at all. Then he goes, yeah, but I'm sure you've seen a horror movie that yeah. we can probably use. Tapos nagpaalam siya sa akin, pwede ba Casper? And Chris said, no. <laughs> I said, no. It's there's nothing in There's nothing in Casper that's horrifying. It's <laughs> no, Very subjective. <laughs> that's where I draw the line. Right. It's the Fine. Casper line. That's it. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. So, Adam, what's your horror origin? What's your first experience with horror? Yeah, and well, you know, um, I have several. I have to say, um, I think one of uh, the first, my first memories of watching a horror movie uh, was watching um, Chucky. And Ooh. You- oh, 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 Chucky! Yeah. That? Is is that the name of the movie? No, yes. it's uh, Child's no? Play. Child's Play. Child's, Child's Play. Play. Exactly. Yeah. Child's Play. I remember when I was a kid uh, watching uh, the movie um, through a VHS. So, <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm revealing my age, but uh, we, we all watch, watch VHS, yeah, no man. Yeah, I was watching the movie with my friend. What, what's VHS? Sorry, I don't <laughs> know. 
I don't know. Ginugal ko lang din. <laughs> I'm probably the oldest person on this call right now. <laughs> I remember being really, really terrified uh, by this movie. Uh, so much so that, uh, you know, uh, I had a slight trauma dealing with with dolls and, um, you know, yung, the idea that something might be lurking in the corner. Um, also watching Jaws when I was a kid. Um, for a time, I had like this this unreasonable fear about like swimming in the pool, even if obviously there are no sharks in the pool. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, it kind of, it kind of horrified me, kind of traumatized me for, for a long time. But I think I would settle on, on this story because I think it's the, it's the most interesting one. Um, I think I was in high school. Uh, I have an older sister who's a year and a half older than me. And one day, <clears throat> alam niyo naman ng mga high school students, di ba? Kapag, kapag nasa age ka ng teenager, parang um, it's not often that uh, you express um, affection for each other, di ba? As, mm-hmm. as siblings at that age. Parang medyo, medyo mortal enemies pa kayo niyan eh. But parang one fine day, my sister told me, you know, um, Atom, I want to, ano, to invite you to watch a movie with me. It's a, it's an interesting drama. Uh, it's about um, a brother and sister uh, who team up together to ano, to to succeed and so on and so forth. Eh naman parang wow, sweet naman ng kapatid ko, parang kakatuwa. So, nanood kami ng pelikula. I think it was in in Every Gotesco and it was an almost empty movie theater. And the movie was What Lies Beneath. Um, and <laughs> I remember the opening scene was kind of um, it's like a water scene. Yeah, and um, there's like a jump scare there where you see like a face and the face looks dead, and then it cuts to like it's like a match cut to the face of Michelle Pfeiffer, I think is is in the movie, yeah. and she's in the bathtub and she's uh, parang getting up from the uh, from from mm-hmm. her, uh, from her bath, and I was like, what the fuck? Uh, sorry, can I say that? <laughs> yes. yes, you can absolutely say that. <laughs> what the heck? Napatingin ako sa kapatid ko parang. Is this actually a feel-good movie? <laughs> of course, after a few moments, I find out that it's actually a horror movie. <laughs> sabi ko nga sa inyo, um, I'm really a scaredy cat when it comes yeah. to horror movies. In real life, not so much. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not really like a big believer in the supernatural in real life. But um, when it comes to horror movies, um, there, I have like this uncontrollable, like uh, it's almost a reflex to like cover my face, hide under the sheets, like hide behind the the, the next seat in the in the movie house. So talagang, my sister knew that. <laughs> so she <laughs> wanted to be amused by the whole experience of watching a horror movie with me. So I remember, um, you know, uh, on one hand, uh, it was a surprise, definitely. But at the end of, of the movie, parang naisip ko na, actually, that was not such a bad experience. Parang even it, if it was very unpleasant during the whole movie, <laughs> parang I kind of liked how that made me feel. And it, I think it was one of the first movies I saw, saw in, the, in the movie house, the horror. And since then, I've been kind of interested in, in different horror movies. So I think that was my, you know, that's my origin story. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and for someone who's a scaredy cat, the movie that you chose is that's very scary. Yeah. scary. Yeah. It was very scary. super, super. Yeah. Can you tell us why you chose this? Um, this particular movie yes. that we're going to discuss. So yes. we're going to talk about 
Hereditary, right? Yes. Tama ba? Actually, it's <laughs> a toss-up between Hereditary and The Shining. Uh, those are like two of my favorite horror movies. Uh, but I thought maybe mas contemporary ang Hereditary. And um, why did I choose this movie? Well, it really made an impression. Um, it really kind of informed me about the the potential of the genre. Because uh, a lot of people feel like horror movies are just about, you know, monsters and... Uh, jump scares again or something demonic uh, and something that will eat you up or like the monster under the bed, right? But but Hereditary, I think, is, especially in the beginning, it's uh, it, it presents itself as an intense family drama. And it talks about a lot of themes that I, I think um, will give you pause, you know? Like, uh, I think more than being frightened, obviously during the last third of the movie, I was intensely frightened. But in the first... Uh, two-thirds, the first two acts of the movie, it was more really of a, an unsettling feeling na parang, wow, parang we are just at the precipice of catastrophe. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and and we, are, we are observing um, how this family, um, like a normal family, but um, there's something very Greek tragedy about it. Like you're, you're watching a train wreck in slow motion. Like these are normal people, but there, there's like a fatal flaw within each of them uh, and they can't really change their fate. So parang, in the end, after watching the movie, and also, also I have to say that it's so dark. Um, mm-hmm. It's almost nihilistic in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the redemption in the end? <laughs> like, you watch the whole movie and there's nothing feel good about it at all. Nobody, parang, not to spoil the movie for anyone who hasn't watched it, but there's, parang, I feel like, what's the redemption in the end, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the arc uh, that will make me say that, you know, at least there's this glimmer of hope that everything will be all right. It was kind of like the reverse. Eh? Parang, mm-hmm. you're starting off with hope and then in the end, parang, nothing really matters. <laughs> so yeah. it really made an impression. That's true. And, you know, we're going to be spoiling the movie anyway. Yes. So, right. yeah. <laughs> so yes. we're going to be spoiling it anyway. Um, usually, Miguel is the one that does this. But for today, I'm going to be summarizing Hereditary. But I hope you don't mind. I'm going to be using uh, Wikipedia as an outline. Well, my outline. <laughs> because there's so much can I that preempt, happens. Can I preempt, though? Go. What's interesting about this episode that you're listening to right now is this is a dead air podcast first. This is the first movie that we're talking about twice. Mm-hmm. And so that's really cool because I think it really speaks to how this movie really affected people. Yeah. 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 And it's not, I don't think it's just them two that picked it. It's just that before we were kind of like, let's not do two. But now we're like, okay, let's, yeah. let's do. That's fine. All right. So a lot happens. So beginning of the movie Palang, right? We find out that Tony Collette's character, Annie, is a miniature artist. So it opens with this dollhouse that's the exact likeness of their actual house. And then they zoom in really close through the window. I don't know how they do that, but they zoom in really close to the window. And then you already think, oh, this is kind of scary because you kind of see a figure standing over the bed. I don't know if you guys noticed that or if it was just my eyes, but there was a figure standing over the bed. And then it opens with... I believe Annie, Tony Collette's character, saying, okay, it's the eulogy. She has to give the eulogy to about her mom. So she talks about her mom for a bit, says that her mom has always been there for her children, especially the younger one, Charlie. But she and her mom were not close because the mom was very secretive. So we find that out. Like their whole family is pretty problematic. 
Um, cut to, we see the older son. So the whole family, we have Tony Colette, her husband, Gabriel Byrne, and then they have a teenager son and a younger daughter, Charlie. So being a teenager, Peter's like, I want to go to a party. So he lies because he's a teenager. He lies to be able to go. And the mom is like, Kate, take your sister. So he has no choice. I want to go to the party, bring the sister. So he brings his sister to the party, leaves her for a bit. Forgetting that she has an allergy to nuts and she eats chocolate cake with nuts. So he has to rush her to the hospital. And while he's driving really fast to get her to the hospital, she can't breathe. So she opens the window. First of all, before we get to this scene, um, and- <laughs> as they show this little girl, we think, but I'm, oh, six cents. Okay, we're going to follow this kid who's probably going to see Yeah, yeah. Well, we're probably yeah. going to see her see ghosts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She looks a little creepy. So this is going to be good. Deba looks good. And then in that scene, she sticks her head out the window and then we see a, a pole and then she's decapitated we don't even know that right it's just there's a sound yeah yeah and then we see the brother's face and he's freaking out he doesn't look at the back he just drives home he goes to his bed he doesn't sleep he's just on his bed and then there's time lapse the next day and we only find out that the, that it was real because the mom is yelling you can hear her yelling and then they show the head <laughs> of Charlie so that's the first scene. They Ned Stark, our main character. Yeah. Basically, pinugutan yes. ng ulo, same thing. What's going to happen now? So this is what you were saying, Atom. Like, whoa, this yeah. is dark. They killed the youngest child. Yeah, the youngest who you think is the main character. <laughs> exactly. So of course, the family goes through some shit. Again, Tony Colette takes it out on her son. Why did you do that? They fight each other. And then the husband, who's a psychiatrist, is like, chill guys, chill guys. And then, yeah. So she enters this grief counseling thing. We see it in the beginning. Um, she's entering grief counseling for both her mom and her daughter, I believe. Anyway, she makes a friend, si Joan, or Joan, let's call her Joan. Joan's like, hey, Annie, you want to talk to your kid again? Let's have a no. Let's, let's, let's call some spirits. So they're like, all right, let's do that. She tells her whole family, let's call some spirits. And again, mayhem ensues because the psychiatrist husband's like, you're crazy. You're going insane. And she's like, no, this is all real. See, look, she takes out the notebook of her daughter. Look, look, throws it into the fire and then her pants caught fire like so much happens in this scene it's insane so we go we see again <laughs> so we see Annie looking through the old the rails, albums basically <laughs> the what yeah it goes off the rails yep. really like where are we going with this what is it's this so confusing yeah it's so it doesn't confusing. follow any like straightforward structure like wow I have no clue what's happening exactly. as a first time viewer because my poltergeist pa, my possession, like you don't know what's happening here, right? Is she crazy? We don't know that. So she looks at her mom's stuff, old belongings, and then she finds out her mom knows Joanne. They were friends. And Joanne was a leader of a, a coven. So they find out all these, like there's some lore behind this um, that I want to discuss later because I still don't fully understand it. But there is a entity that possesses people, we find out. And then we even see... The entity go in the teenage son. So when he's in school, he gets possessed and starts breaking his own nose in the classroom. These are the scenes, Atom, that I think earlier you were saying you automatically cover your eyes. That was me for this scene, just covering my face. Crazy. Um, a lot of stuff happens. Like, what happens, Baba? Peter's stalked or something like that. Annie, there's a body in the attic. <laughs> Help. What, what happens? Okay, so <laughs> so much is happening. Eh? So, okay, let's go to let's go to when suddenly we see 
that Tony Collette is going crazy again and she shows her husband, look, this, all of this is happening. All of this is happening. Look at this book. I'll show you. I'll show you. When I throw it in the fire, I'm going to light on fire. She throws it in the fire and he's the one that dies from burning. So we don't know what happens next. Um, so the son comes in. The son sees the dad all crispy. And then behind him, while he's looking at crispy daddy, mommy is on the roof, on the ceiling. I don't know how she did that. We, we still don't get an explanation. But the way that hereditary scares you isn't necessarily jump scare. It's they're keeping it there and you're just supposed to notice. You're just supposed to notice, oh, there's these creepy things happening. So there's a scene where he watches his mom in the attic behead herself with a wire because she can go on walls and stuff like that. So she's beheading herself. And then he jumps out the window because he gets so scared. And then she, headless, starts taking him to this other house, the tree house. And then he, you think he's dead, but he's not dead. He walks up with her in the treehouse. And then the head of his sister is on a mannequin with a crown. And then his beheaded mom is kneeling in front of him. And he is the king. And everyone's just bowing to him. And that is the end of the movie. I actually forgot about that scene. That was like insanely disturbing. Which one? Uh, the, the like this, the head yeah. beheading. That is the worst scene in the movie. That's We're the not worst. Maybe maybe uh, Charlie's death is the worst, but that but is the scariest. But we didn't see it there. We didn't yeah, see Charlie's scary. death. This, yeah, this yeah. sawing was. It was a long. It was how long, many seconds? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, with with piano wire. Oof. Honestly, feeling co selective memory loss. Like for my <laughs> preservation, I forgot about it. But I remember. I remember that scene. I think probably I was watching it between my fingers. Eh? So parang baka. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it was like a blur. <laughs> you know, you know, um, when, when I, I always say this, when I'm really, really scared in a movie, I don't cover my eyes. I cover my ears. Yeah, yeah. And that really desensitizes me more than, than the eyes. Yeah. Like, well, I do both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're I'm watching like this. I've developed a system now where I'm both With thumbs covering my ears, <laughs> covering my ears and my eyes. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, I thought that was a great summary, Aaron. Great Thank job. Um, the you. movie does not make any sense when you break it down into words. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you really have to experience it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like um, it's like you're describing like a nightmare, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's a it's a strange one. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so my experience watching this movie, you know, uh, first of all, I've said this uh, in, in an earlier uh, episode, but <laughs> the memory is so clear to me. I was watching this movie with my sister and both of us just had uh, young kids, right? And we were watching this and then we're like, because we're horror fans and then watching it as parents, we're just like, wow, this movie is so upsetting as, as, as being young parents. But it was so funny because like across us, along, uh, across the aisle, we watched it in the afternoon. There was an older man I guess uh, my, my theory is uh, a lot of the older people watch movies in the afternoon because they get their free, uh, you know, they, they, yeah. they get the free movies and they go like, I'll go watch in the afternoon because like no one's there. And so, so there was this guy, he was there and we were very aware of him. When, when Charlie got decapitated, I swear, like a few minutes later, he just stood up and walked out. <laughs> so he's mean, just yeah. like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. Cannot, cannot handle this. I understand. And we were just like, yeah, I, I, I get you, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. I know. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is so upsetting. This movie is so upsetting. Yeah, I mean, I think at the core, parang in other horror movies, there's some sort of reassurance, right? Na parang good is fighting against evil, even if they lose. You know, like I mean, one of my favorites is, for example, The Shining. Parang you know, the, the little boy escapes from his deranged father. Uh, in The Exorcist, um, you have this priest fig- uh, figure who, uh, although again, I spoiler alert, you know, but although guys, <laughs> um, you know that uh, parang in the end, uh, I think they they succeed in yes in yeah. uh, exercising the kid and so yeah. on. Dito parang it's it's happening in reversing. Eh. Parang parang in bisna usually it starts very dark and then it becomes better. Ito parang wala pa nga yung okay eh. <laughs> progressively worse. That's yeah. the bleakest. It's one of the bleakest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a success for the cult. They frame it that way. <laughs> they they, they got what they him. wanted. So diba? if you want to look at it that way, they they're happy. Sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> they they, they resurrected Paimon. Paimon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. can we talk about that? Can you explain that to me please? What it was creepy and then it got okay. culty. Okay, so so it's there's this cult that has been trying to take this demon called Paimon out of hell and put him in a human host. And okay. they've been trying to do it for the longest time. See, uh, See Tony Collette's mother was the main person tried to do it. Do it. Uh, they, they talk about in, in dialogue early in the movie that she tried to do it to Tony's brother. The, the one who committed suicide. The one who committed suicide. Like she literally says, yeah, because she tried to put people in him. Uh, so parang, she's been trying to do it. The Lola's been trying to do it for a long time. And uh, apparently, see, Paymon prefers a human host, a male host. So so she would try to do it to, to her brother. Uh, it, it didn't take. The brother killed himself. And then later on, you hear her say that basically the Lola raised uh, Charlie, the girl. Yeah. So she was, she, Paymon was in her from the very beginning. When you met her at the beginning of the movie, Paymon was already in her. Oh, is that so? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So she, uh, he was already in her, but they, he preferred a human host. So the whole movie, they're trying to move Paymon from Charlie right. to the brother. Right, right. That's why she's so incredibly distant you know, and, and well, creepy. Mm. <laughs> creepy. Yes. That was the yes. word. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so she's yeah, she's extremely creepy. Um, but like an innocent also, so it's it's just so shocking. Um, so so the whole movie is trying to move Paymon from Charlie to the boy, and uh, you know it, it's really it's called hereditary because like it's it's like almost like a, a genetic a thing, a yeah. genetic thing that's passed on from the Lola to the granddaughter to the grandson. And it involves the you know Tony Collette and everything and yeah it's just it's yeah. just a yeah so so yeah you're right you're absolutely right Aaron the the cult succeeded the cult succeeded they're happy oh. um, so it's a positive movie if you're a fan of the cult yes, uh, yes. and they <laughs> yes. achieved yes. their goal yes. from the start yes diba? yes yeah they cut up their arc no maybe they're the protagonist in this film maybe they're the protagonist so that it doesn't seem so dark we can think about it yeah 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 so we can end we can end we're all happy we're like oh you know what when they transferred payment to him they all had a celebration they're eating cake that was a party they all had crowns right yes 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 they all had fun and uh all is well for <laughs> the demon worshippers. <laughs> what parts made you um, do your 
hands covered, ears covered. My gosh, I mean, every other scene feeling ko, like even the opening sequence, I was already covering my eyes. Eh. Yeah. Yung, ano, yung uh, <laughs> the diorama that was yeah. kind of slowly zooming in and then becoming a real room. Um, yeah. Parang feeling ko, what? There's something going to happen, dread. right? Dread. <laughs> yeah, dread. So parang there's this dread talaga that's building up. Actually, the whole movie, I, I mean, I enjoy a jump scare movie just as much as the next guy, but um, I what leaves a lasting impression are movies that kind of hold you in that extended feeling of dread for a long time. Because mm-hmm. um, the, like, the, the scare is more psychological, eh, right? Yeah. Uh, and also, I think one of the things that really disturbed me is the the, the suggestion that the family like as the basic social unit is self-menacing. Like it's mm. no longer sanctuary. In fact, it's kind yes. of like, it's like uh, it's under siege, you know, from within. So normally you feel that kind of comfort na, kunyari, in, a, in a horror movie um, when they go home and when they're with family, parang, oh, okay, hindi ako matatakot sa scene na to. <laughs> in this movie, it's those scenes that are the most menacing, like the confrontations, the yeah. way they hurt each other. The reason why I also like it is because you have a genuine connection to the characters also. You like yeah. want them to succeed. Mm-hmm. Like there's empathy there. Like you, you, are, you are sympathizing with, with the mother, brilliantly played by, by Tony Collette. So good. Um, yeah, and, and even the father, you know, is just trying to bring the family together and so on. Pero parang these guys are broken, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And 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 that's why even if they try, uh, they're going to meet their doom. Parang ganon. Yeah. So I mean, I I think um, it is not an original thought. I know I just read this somewhere, so I don't want to plagiarize it. But the, the whole idea that this diorama is, is this idea of control, you know, like they're trying to the mother is trying to exert control over her life, which she has no control over. And even if she tries to tries her hard to kind of break from from that family curse, it just comes back to destroy all of them in the end. So, parang again, sorry, going circling back to your question from from the get go, the the unnerving clocks <laughs> from time. Yeah. Oh, no. I that. forgot oh, about God. that. Right? So bad, so scary. Because <laughs> it triggers something. <laughs> I know. And also, I mean, tarang off the top of my head, I like also this scene where I think the 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 sister had just died and parang the, the brother was looking at Joanne across the mm-hmm. street. Mm-hmm. Um, it's those scenes na ganun na parang maliwanag naman, pero yeah. parang just the way it was done that this menacing mm-hmm. person <laughs> just staring at you. Just, just staring at, at the guy. Parang sobra siyang uh, yeah. parang may mangyayari dito. Eh. You just know it's coming. <laughs> yeah. I love those parts in the movie because like like I mentioned earlier, right? It's always some, something in the scene is always lingering behind. Mm-hmm. So you're not really looking at Whoever the character is, you're just kind of looking behind them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, that for me, I like that a lot. Because it's really, you know, see, Ari Aster, he's perfect with the dread feeling. Like it's not just, yeah, it's it's, it's the music, it's it's how he frames his camera and and everything. You you're you're absolutely right, Aaron. Apparently, you're just like you're so unsettled. Like like nothing. There are no jump scares, but you think something's gonna happen, and then you're just like, I'm not comfortable watching this. Yeah. And then Never, you're, yeah. you're kind of like, I wish it was a jump scare because this yeah. is so much worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
the, the physical violence in the film is so shocking. I, I don't know if I've seen, well, I have a couple of close contenders, but I think it's one of the most violent films, at least in my mind. You know? I'm not even yeah. sure if it's really violent. <laughs> but It's uh, pretty bad. It's yes, pretty yeah. bad, it right? And um, parang... Minsan nga, you're right eh. Inisip ko na sana, ano na lang, sana may multo na lang talaga. Oh, eh. na, like, uh, it's also the implied <laughs> violence eh. Because it's very violent. But there's also so much implied violence. Like my scariest scene for me is what Aaron mentioned earlier when when uh, the decapitation happens and then the kid mm. is just sitting in the car and he hit the corner of his eye. He's trying to look at the reflection in the mirror, but he refuses to because he knows that he will see it. What's in the back seat? Which is his sister Hi. with it, her head cut off. Yeah. It's it's just the scariest scene if you watch it. Because I've seen this twice. And the second time I saw it, it was even scarier. Like just the image of him trying to look at the reflection in the side mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Actually, he looks creepy too, for some reason. His is it demeanor. is it his mole? <laughs> <laughs> it's his demeanor. He, no, his expression. He's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. His expression is so unsettling. Just his yeah. face. It's a pretty, it's a pretty solid cast, I have to say. Like, uh, really, Agreed. I mean, Tony Collette, talagang, really can't say any. I mean, just for her performance, uh, I would say it's one of the best uh, horror movies. Just for her performance, mm-hmm. but also, you know, not taking into account the all of the other stuff <laughs> that they did yeah. in this film. Did she win an award for this? Sorry, it wasn't even nominated. Did. As she wasn't. Yeah, this is one of the things where I, I'm. I'm just like, this is why sometimes the genre is so overlooked. Yeah. This this performance, like she was robbed. She should have won everything for this performance. I mean, and I'm not biased because I love horror, but this performance is like uh, for me. I like it's just really one of the best in the past decade. I really feel like her portrayal of grief mm-hmm. and and pain. It, it's it's it, it's yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, I was going to say in a. I didn't know anything about... Obviously, I think this is uh, Ari Aster's debut film. Tamaba. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know anything about him. I didn't know anything about the movie itself. I had a kind of an idea that it's going, it was going to be scary. Pero parang uh, totally no clue. Yeah. about the movie coming in. I think that's the best way to watch it. Eh. Yes. Now, yeah. of course, 100% the, the reputation agree. precedes it already. But because of this movie, when I watched Midsommar, there's um, an expectation. Although the movie is pretty good also. It's um, yung feeling ng parang what did I just watch? You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fascinating though. Um I, I again like I watch a lot of horror movies and I, I kind of compartmentalize everything in terms of young decade now where it happened. And you yeah. can really see how horror evolved. And especially in the last 10 years, because now this is part of the movement now. It's it's post-horror. It's it's you know, it's art horror. It's, uh, you know, uh, Hereditary and Midsummer and uh, The Witch and all of Aaron's favorite movies. Um. <laughs> it doesn't give me that feeling that's why I miss it that's why yeah. I don't like it you know what I mean so Hereditary did to be fair yes it, it gave me that feeling of no yeah you're absolutely right but Hereditary is the, the it, it stands out in post-horror in art horror because it's like it's legitimately terrifying it's legit like, yeah, like yeah. It, it's not just art it's, it's just legitimately terrifying yeah yeah like I think you know, like if you just assess it based on the the common tropes of 
of the horror genre. Hindi rin, it, it's not it's no slouch, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't have to give it extra points for being artsy or whatever. Yeah, I I personally palette. feel this is the scariest movie I've seen since Exorcist. And that's saying a lot. Like because scary for me is really the dread and the payoff. Parang yeah. when you have that perfect mix, yeah, that that's the and then those two movies have perfected both the dread build up and then the payoff. There's a side story about The Exorcist because uh, it's it's the second time it's been brought up. So obviously, it's like one of the mm-hmm. classics. Yes. Um, yan, eh? That's also an origin story. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> so, you know, parang I try to... Now, I realize that I have a lot of experience with horror movies and I, I have distinct memories about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also in high school. I think they played the... It's like a remastered version of, of The Exorcist. Because it's an old movie, but I yeah. think it released it sometime, if I'm not mistaken, late 90s. Yes. So my friends and I, we, we went to the mall and watched it in the cinema. Again, sobrang ano, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you will remember the experience of watching it, especially in the movie theater. Yeah. And then after the movie, alala ko nagkaroon ng ano eh, parang may malaking bagyo <laughs> sa Metro Manila. <laughs> Tapos parang parang we needed like a long debriefing session, so we we ended up like drinking at my friend's house. Tapos <laughs> 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 we were we were all drunk na. Alam mo naman yung mga high school drinking binge, no? Parang like ang wasak na wasak na kami. Tapos biglang bumagyo pa, tapos naisip ko, imagination ko nung bato. <laughs> <laughs> Parang nagkakatotoo, ano ba yun? Kasi talagang, I couldn't even close my eyes. Because remember that scene in that movie? I know that's not not what we're talking about, you know, but no, 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 go. that scene where like this white face kind of flashes. Yeah, flashes. Through, yeah. For like a the few blips, seconds yeah. on screen. I couldn't close my eyes because I'm feeling like I'm going to Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we couldn't really sleep. We just want, kaya kami naglalasing eh, para at least makatulog kami. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, um, now, now, that, now that I try to recall, I have a lot of good memories uh, when it comes to watching horror movies. This is what what we really want to talk about. uh, (laughs) You discover that you really do have a good relationship with horror. Yeah, Yeah, because it's something that you're excited to watch it with your friends. Also because of the novelty of he's going to scream. You know what I mean? It's an experience. Yeah. Yeah. I love watching horror movies with friends with everyone screaming and yeah, it's it's covering their eyes and and me covering my ears. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say now with all the horror movies you've watched, um, yes, guy. Honestly, it, it takes me a lot na to to get scared because at some point you get desensitized. Like mm. jump scares don't scare me at all now because I I built up so much and I anticipate it, mm. so I know it's coming. Um, but but movies like Hereditary, this really scares me because I remember well, for a lot of things like when it's the dread build up that's perfect. But especially when it's like you're so invested in the family drama and the characters, yeah. and and this one is is just especially traumatic for me because yeah, like family always and you know uh, about family grief that's very personal to me, and uh, I, I feel it's it's a uh, it's more terrifying than 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 ghosts or or, or like a yeah. slasher film. You know, it, it's yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Is there any kind of horror genre that has broken you, Atom? Because okay, the yeah. genre that broke me, yung talagang okay, guys, this is too much, is when 
people are cutting themselves. Like audition. Oh, when it looks yeah. real. Like when it looks real that they're cutting oh, and sure, then sure. Oh, okay. I can't. That's um, that broke. Yeah, I find it hard to watch because like I don't know if like slasher slasher movies. Um, I'm not as big of a fan, I suppose. But also, it's just v- very hard to watch for me. Mm-hmm. Like for example, the the Saw franchise. Uh, That's mine. Oh. That's mine. That's exactly my answer. Yeah, exactly. Parang torture porn cannot. Yeah, yon. That, that that's the perfect description for it. Parang feeling ko. I don't know. Like um, that, that's the perfect description. Parang it. Parang hindi na fun to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's there not are fun people who love it. So it's oh yeah, just massive following. Yeah, torture, uh, like Hostel, the Saw franchise. I, I hate I don't it. Know that one, you know, I haven't seen Saw in a really, really long time. I the first movie is really good. It's and, good, and then it becomes just an avenue for you to just enjoy people getting murdered in different right. ways. But I, I have no, I take no pleasure in that. Like you know, like like I don't want to see people getting killed for nothing. You know, like I want the story behind it. I want reasons, or you know, most of this is, yeah. Gets, gets, gets. I remember the movie Seven, um, hmm. which is not exactly a slasher movie, but uh, parang there's a lot of gore. Yeah. But that I can take, because eh, there's a very strong narrative behind the film. Eh. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you don't feel like it's like just a gratuitous use of violence. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. True. That's yeah. true. I enjoyed Seven. But the, Seven. the movie that I was talking about, so Atom, we were forced to watch this movie called audition okay it's Uh a japanese movie and you know how in slashers yeah when when you see them get whatever stabbed or or they're dismembered you Mm. can still see like okay this is a movie yeah it's 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 gross but it's fake in audition it looks so real and and well aaron there's a connection with audition and this movie because she also uses piano wire Ah, that's right that's right. On the leg. Oh, God. Right. No. Yeah. So, a lot of that, I can't. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, I'm not going Like, I mean, maybe 80% of the movie will just cover my eyes and ears. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Those are the only few few horror movies that I can stand up and go, okay, I don't need to finish this. Although I had to finish that for the podcast. But there are some horror movies that I can just leave in the middle and not feel guilty. Audition right. is one of them. Was that like a dare or somebody wanted to? <laughs> A guest chose it, and we so we watched it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm a I'm a good guest. <laughs> no, actually, I'm forcing so you to watch something you don't want to watch. <laughs> well, first of all, you you said that you you were vacillating between uh, this and The Shining. Those are like incredible choices, and uh, no one has chosen The Shining yet. So I'm, I'm hoping. You know, I mean, an hour before we were set to to do this, I thought, The Shining. No, let's just do another episode. Sure, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. You haven't perfect. seen it? Yeah, perfect. I read the book, and then oh. I saw the trailer. And for okay, I'm not gonna shit on your favorite movie. I haven't seen <laughs> it yet. I haven't seen it. But reading the book is really scary as you're reading it. It's really mm-hmm. scary. There are a lot of things I think in the movie that that wasn't shown from the book. Like there was there was yes. this whole labyrinth yes. kind of thing that really creeped me out in the book. And I found in the trailers only, because I haven't seen the movie, in the trailers that maybe Jack Nicholson was a little OA, just a little bit 
that it kind of took me out, but I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's so, possible. Diba? I mean, you know, it's always tricky when you're trying to adapt something that's already like a novel, diba? Um, yeah. parang that's a different discussion altogether. But I mean, Stanley Kubrick, you know, um, yeah. genius. Uh, at the same time, there's something about watching Jack Nicholson that's he's very charismatic. I mean, in every movie, he's not a comedian type of actor that uh, parang Daniel Day-Lewis that, you know, he disappears in his character. I mean, if you watch this, he, he's still Jack Nicholson. He's yeah. always Jack yep. Nicholson. But he's so charismatic that you can't take your eyes off of him. Eh? Mm. And, and that, that's what I like about him. I haven't watched or read the book. Maybe I'll do that sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, funnily enough, I don't really w- read any horror books. Um, feeling kundi ko rin kaya. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Mas, mas, ano, mas overactive yung imagination ko eh, para feeling ko hindi yung makakatulog. Mm-hmm. And, may... yung book, hindi mo matatapos in one hour. So sometimes you're just like, I need to. Yeah, the book no. is like a thousand pages or something. <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> it's always a cliffhanger. Like you'll end in a chapter yeah. and then you're like, oh my God, I have to sleep. <laughs> Um, two things. Uh, first of all, um, um, I, I want to talk about going back to hereditary uh, because I, I found w- what you said really interesting when you, you compare it to a, a Greek tragedy. You know, I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm, I'm gonna geek out and do my my usual bullshit. But Go so I, I did a lot of reading on on hereditary and the use of Yuma models. It's really the metaphor is really you are absolutely correct. They have no control over their life. It's their models and kits because someone is manipulating them yeah. and making them do what they want. Um, and it's the cult basically. The whole movie is the cult manipulating this tiny family using the grief that they experience at the beginning against them, you know, all the way. And so they have no control over their fate. Yeah. Uh, so so that, I found that very interesting that you compared it to a Greek tragedy because it's, yeah, that's exactly kind of what it is. No matter what you do, how hard you try, you're still going to be pushing up that rock and it's going to fall back down because you have no control over it. So, yeah. so that, I thought that was a really spot on. Um, secondly, I also want to say, um, before I forget, the reason why we invited you on, or I've been trying to, to get you forever, is because I saw you introduce Trese, kasi, the Trese oh, after, right. yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, and then you said you said that you're 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 kind of into the dark stories. And I was like, fuck, I can message everyone that knows Adam. I want to get him on. <laughs> yeah, so so that was that was why why we tried to contact you. And so 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 yeah, so I I I, I kind of uh, want want to hear what, what you thought about dark stories, your your yeah. interpretation of that. I was going to say that um it's one of the few horror movies. Um, that pays really close attention to how people deal with trauma. So parang, they're not just kind of like sacks of meat, you know, that can, can serve as interesting you know, death scenes. Like, um, you know, the, 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 the way the characters are built up and, and rounded out uh, is really, really good. And kaya nga, kaya nga it's not difficult to sympathize with them, eh, even if they're all, all broken. And... Um, Again, like um, if this were like a family drama straight up without the, the scary moments, it would actually work. Because eh? uh, you're just discussing how uh, a family who's dealt with trauma and have obviously have all their individual issues, you know, they're not opening up to each other. 
uh, they're very secretive, you know, um, um, and uh, parang they're passive-aggressive, di ba? Uh, yeah. Throughout the film, and then parang sometimes what they're saying is, you know, if parang feeling mo, they're trying to be uh, like a good mother, for example, si Tony Collette is trying to be a good mother to her to her son, but parang her words are like knife twists, eh, you know, like she's really stabbing her son eh, with her words. Na parang napaka interesting niya just looking at that unfold. And then you, you you kind of overlay that with this whole demonic cult, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like cult thing. Actually, feeling ko most of the movies that really scare me are kind of of the same theme. Eh? Yung, yung, ano, yung hindi masyadong supernatural. Kasi dito parang even if there are scenes na parang medyo, oh, what's going on? Like, why is she all of a sudden on the, on the roof? Or not the roof, but on the ceiling of the house. Parang you can pass it off as... Did I really see that? Or is that kind of mm-hmm. part of the the insanity that's kind of gripping this family? You know, is this kind of like a psychological manifestation of their trauma? Na hindi siya yung out and out, parang, oh, na-possess ako ng demonyo. Parang you can, you can make the argument that they just went insane. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, parang people are capable of really, really terrible things. And um, I think that's what scares me the most because, you know, you can actually imagine this happening in yeah. real life. Like if you, if you meet like a cult or something, parang, <laughs> oh gosh, nakakatakot. <laughs> and it's not just that. What makes it scarier is psychiatrist yung tatay and wala oh, yeah. siyang nagawa. Yeah. yeah. That's science. Like yeah. science couldn't save them. So. Yeah. And, and he, was so, he was such a nice guy. Parang yeah. poor dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor poor family. <laughs> poor family. I also remember a really nice and a really nice touch by Ari Aster. Yung parang yung one scene where it's night and then parang there's a jump cut and then it's day. Like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah, such yeah. an amazing Beautiful. shot. Yeah. Galing. Sobrang galing. Yeah. Um, it's those little touches. Eh. Even the cinematography was spot on. Eh. So good. Uh, that, that scene where um, after after uh, kid's head got severed, no, parang yung I remember yung talagang yung that that extreme close up of the kid mm, and parang yeah and no no before that yung parang bagong ano palang bagong decapitate palang yung kapatid niya si boy yeah and he was kind of ano like this oh, was yeah, really yeah, well yeah, acted yeah. scene right yep. Kasi parang, yes yes um his face is kind of blank but you can mm. see in his eyes the parang the million things that are going on in yeah. his head. the trauma and that, yeah and that shot na lang sa mukha niya was parang so memorable mm-hmm. um talagang ano parang it's all of all of those little touches as well kumbaga it's it's also a beautiful film you know it's it's really well shot beautiful so, film yeah so parang ano parang all of those combined make for a more Memorable and memorable. I really, I honestly, honestly think that in twenty years, people are going to be talking about this movie on par with something like The Exorcist. Yeah, like, I really think this is one of the the absolute classics of the genre. I one hundred percent believe that. Yeah, I believe so. I, I So let's give our uh, final thoughts on the movie. So uh, I can start. So Ari Aster changing things up, you know, <laughs> such a pioneer in this 
genre of horror. I liked Hereditary a lot. I liked it a lot. Um, the ending was a little strange for me, but it wasn't something that ruined the movie for me. Because I know a bunch of people that are like, ah, okay na sana. And then the ending was so weird. Uh-huh. It was weird, but it did not affect my rating of how it made me feel, of, of all of that. Even if there was no, like you said, there was no happy ending. I felt like that was the perfect way to end the movie. So that's mine. Chris? Yeah, mine is is uh, I'm I'm so happy that this movie was chosen twice uh, for our podcast. I think I uh, our producer said that uh, we're, we're going to release this episode on the exact year anniversary of the last one when we talked about it, yeah. and uh, I, I think it's so cool because it, it it really talks about how this movie has really affected people, and so that that's why people choose it, and that's why people want to talk about it because it's such an effective moving movie, and. Uh, and uh, yeah, I watched this movie again yesterday. <laughs> again, I've seen this oh, movie really? four times already. Uh, I want to watch <laughs> it for this just so I wouldn't be so stale in, in what I was talking about. And uh, man, this is this movie again, like I was saying, like in 20 years, people are going to be talking about this in the same breath they do The Exorcist or anything else in that level of the genre. I, I think this is an absolute classic. I'm so happy you chose this. Adam, aside from the fact, I'm so happy that you came on. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's really my pleasure. Um, It's not often I get to talk about what scares me. (laughs) So, so, I mean, um, if I would give my my last thoughts about the movie, I mean, for me, it was was really, you know, it was entertaining. Like, it was engaging. It was unsettling, unpredictable. And also, it for me, it showed me, uh, it kind of demonstrated how this... Uh, this old genre of horror can be can be used in new and exciting ways. Um, so it's not really just um, about monsters and uh, and slashers and you know inventive ways of killing each other. But uh, you, you can you, ex- you can explore um, the themes in the movie to talk about something that you know might might leave a lasting impression. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So thank you so much. And thank you for being on the show. For everyone listening, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Once again, please remember to join our Facebook group, Dead Air, a horror fan page. You can discuss shows, books, anything horror related. You can also please like our Facebook page, Dead Air, a horror podcast. And follow us on Instagram as well at Dead Air Pod. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And I hope you have an amazing day. Bye. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Brought to you by Big Baby Studios.